0: Welcome to episode two of the ACC Basketball Degenerates Podcast. We're off and running with the college basketball season. And guess what? We have games to talk about for the first time since April. If you're here for the first time, we started this podcast because ACC basketball needs attention. It needs perspective outside of the triangle. So we're going to plow through the season, watch a lot of basketball with you. You're a part of this. Don't forget. And we're going to talk about it once a week. That's our goal. To review who we are, my name is Luke Neer. I'm a broadcast journalist working with 1070WINA and ESPN 1450 out of Charlottesville. And we'll guest write for the saber.com every now and then in March. Taylor Pilkington sits to my left at the round table, and he's an editor at Virginia Living, a maestro of verbiage, and our fearless leader on this podcast. And finally, we have Guthrie Alexander to his left. Um, who, what's his title? We'll just say Basketball Fiend. Good enough? Basketball is like a, Fiend. It's good. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Yeah. All right, guys. So... On his birth certificate. Yep. Nice yep. to see you in week two. Great I guess, to be back. Episode two. First question.
1: Better than Christmas. College basketball is back.
0: Here's my first question to you two. How many colleges were you introduced to for the first time this weekend? I was introduced to UT Rio Grande Valley. I was also introduced to St. Francis BKN, which I'm guessing is Brooklyn, but mm-hmm. you lived there, Taylor, so you could probably tell me yeah. better.
1: I actually didn't live in Brooklyn. I lived in Queens and Manhattan, so not as cool. Well, never mind. Close enough. It's all but, Jewish. You're in a yeah. borough. Yes. Good enough. I, I'm, <laughs> I know where it is, roughly. Yeah, but
0: but you saw a lot of a lot of schools. You, probably not household names this past Friday, no. Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. yeah. We're taping this on a Sunday, by the way. I want to make that clear because we're going to preview games – Tomorrow and also Tuesday. Tuesday is going to be a big focus of this episode. So let's round it up, boys. Why not uh, get right into it? First question, what can you learn from season openers? It's way too early to generalize, even if you've seen one, two games but per team. But you can see some things. First and foremost, starting lineups are revealed. And that's important. Potential crunch time lineups are revealed because generally your starting lineup is not always, but is your crunch time lineup. Basically, you know, it also shows which players have made strides over the off season, which players are playing well in practice, according to how many minutes they're getting delegated. This is my take on on what you can see in, say, a first game for a team.
1: I feel like if you're a if you're a favorite, if you're a good team, if you're a a Duke, a North Carolina, a UVA, uh, you it's kind of a lose lose proposition. That's that's strong but you know you beat some high school from somewhere and people say oh it's just against them it doesn't really mean anything can't really see anything and to be fair sometimes you know it's great to watch the young guys play but you don't really get to see much or like some of these guys you know you lose to someone that you should not be losing to and And then there's the result like Georgia
0: Tech scoring 118 points which I just don't even know what to to do about like (laughs) you guys know what to do about that no yeah, I, yeah, I, I, just, game, I assume it will not
1: happen in ACC play.
0: I'm just gonna pretend it didn't happen. That's that's how I'm treating yeah. Georgia Tech
1: scoring 118
2: points. Seems but, like a fluke. Seems I mean, like a Butler
1: fluke. almost cracked the 150 mark. Yeah, they were yeah, 144. That, right,
2: that was yeah. that was incredible. Actually, like they, I wish I'd watched that game.
1: They. Uh,
0: how many games can you watch like per sitting, Guthrie? Do you yeah, have how it, many how many screens do you have in front of you? I know you have a, a pretty pretty good computer setup. Do you have a a, a computer screen in your TV room though?
2: So I, so I know usually, you have three monitors right yeah so right now i've computer. downsized to two. Oh, congratulations um, yeah, yeah good for you <laughs> so uh usually usually i go for for two games at once so that way i can like concentrate more or less on one and then like look at the other when.
0: I while can. you're playing dota at the same time yeah exactly yeah, so exactly. all three yeah yeah okay. fair enough yeah all right gentlemen Topic number one of the day, recapping a couple of ACC games that we selected as probably the ones that we might have actually gained some information about. So let's begin with North Carolina. We're going to talk about the contenders, of course, because that's our focus. You know, our ACC focus is, is broad, but we want to zero in on the top because the top is what matters, especially come March and come NCAA tournament time. North Carolina Temple went down on Friday night. 10-point advantage, double-digit advantage for North Carolina probably for the majority of the game, and then it blossomed late.
1: I'll say the one thing that I took away from this immediately with regards to UNC. Timball's not a bad defensive team. They're they're not a world-beater, but they're pretty good, and the thing that really bodes well for UNC is that they were able to hit some threes, and... I mean, I like I said, I really don't feel you know, everyone says they where are they gonna find the shooting? Where are they gonna find the shooting? I don't feel like they need to like, you know, hit twenty three. They team's gonna score points. Yeah. yeah. They they just need make to be efficient. When they I need say to that. be efficient. And I, I think if you are a North Carolina fan, you gotta be encouraged by the fact that they um went seven for twelve from the three point range and you know, Nate Britt was three for four, uh Barry was two for two, Pinson was two for three. I mean, those are that's Encouraging. Here's my thing about North Carolina,
0: right? They're going to run over some people in the ACC this year, select teams. However, my question is, and I've been saying this all the way since the summer, how are they going to deal with teams who just punch them in the mouth? Just physical teams who punch them in the mouth, how are they going to respond to that? And I was talking to Junior Burrow recently, former UVA, great back in 95, part of that great team who made the Elite Eight. And he said, he told me when I was talking to North Carolina about him, and he said, "My problem with the Tarios is they turn the ball over too much, which is a trend, and that's a problem when you're playing a team who's going to punch you in the mouth, like a Florida State, like a Virginia."
1: Kennedy Meeks looked really good, and he is a guy that he can go toe to
2: toe with guys. In the guys. best shape of his life.
1: Yeah, that's a- for now. <laughs> he just, lost X wait, number of pounds, yeah. or-
2: but no, he hold, hold, he this looked, he is just good. good. This is good. Though. He looked good. This is good for Virginia though, because
0: they play them in the, late in the season, last game of the season, correct? So by that time, Kennedy Meeks is going to be fat
2: again because he gained weight last <laughs> yeah. year. Remember? I think North Carolina think, is going to improve dramatically. Yeah, I
1: think I think they're the good. Season. I also, I, just in com- terms calm of the, down, calm down. No, I'm serious. Down,
2: I'm God. serious. Just so calm down a little bit. So taking care of the Pump ball, the brakes. Taking care of the ball is certainly an issue they have right now. I will say one thing,
1: and we didn't even talk about Paige, who obviously. Yeah,
2: and I said this He's in playing. episode He's one. If you
0: listen to episode one, it's the most entitled team. You can see it out there. Did you did you see Bryce Johnson hanging on the rim? Oh yeah, I don't can't any, believe any, I'm finding myself. No, you can say this. T- I'm defending UNC. You could say it. So you think this is an edge? I think it's just. I think it's ludicrous. Like, can I see this team win something before I jump on the bandwagon?
1: I think it's a pretty convincing. I don't have I don't have a, vendetta, don't have
0: a vendetta out yeah. against North Carolina basketball. I really don't. Like, can I just see this team prove something?
1: Well, I, I mean. A win against Temple on day one is a lot more convincing than a lot of wins that okay, against great. people okay, who played, okay. or you know, a loss against William and Mary. Got
0: through. You <laughs> watched North Carolina like NC State earlier this afternoon. Do you have anything else to add?
1: Any yeah. So
2: the the Fairfield game was was not as convincing, especially in the first half. They were extremely careless with the ball. Many turnovers. I told you their offensive sets are basically. Like they get impatient and they throw up shots and then because Kennedy Meeks is massive because Bryce Johnson has like an eight-foot wingspan They can grab rebounds and you know get fouled or get dunks and That was their offense and but they to be fair They shot decently in the first half from three and then the shot much better from three in the second half So I think that is somewhat surprising Barry hit a bunch of shots, outside shots, in the first half looked pretty good. Uh, Pinson, I think, in the second half hit some, hit some uh, outside shots. Well, those
0: two are not going to be on the floor together
2: when there's meaningful basketball well, going on. Right, but just like I'm, I'm just talking about people hitting outside shots, which is a huge question mark for North Carolina. And they
1: don't even need to hit a ton. They just need to hit enough, a high enough percentage that it keeps people honest.
2: Right. They yeah, just need
1: to be right. efficient.
0: Here's yeah. a question. Is Roy Williams one of the most enigmatic coaches in the country? Is that a word, Taylor, first of all? Yeah, it is a word. Okay, good. It checks out. Just making sure. It checks out. Like, sometimes I look at what North Carolina's doing. For example, Guthrie, I'm sure you questioned it earlier this afternoon. You're like, what? does Roy really know how to coach? Is he just a recruiter? Oh, and then last year in the he's, ACC. He's a daggum ball And then coach. last year in the ACC tournament, <laughs> he just he outcoaches Tony Bennett in the in the semifinals. I mean, I think you could clearly say, he outcoached Bennett in the semifinals so I he's so he's such a strange I never know th- does he have an a game <laughs> does he have an a game in his coaching is he on some nights is he off other nights have you guys seen this
2: well so I did notice um one of the one of the times we hosted UNC uh, a couple years ago and it was you know we would we bring the post trap when one of their post players got the they destroyed ball destroyed it and they absolutely destroyed it and it was right after it was right after a timeout that Roy called. Like after we had those gone guys on are a good run. passers out of the post. Exactly, and I'm a
1: huge fan of the post trap, like just in general, yeah, cr- across all basketball. But those guys are great passers out of the post. Yeah. and yeah. They'll make yeah, games. they make Makes they and Johnson were involved. Yeah, it
0: was in 13-14. It, it was in Charlottesville, Virginia. Still won the game running away, but right, right. Um, That was definitely mentioned in the post game. That's enough about North Carolina. We got to talk about other games. What else do we have on the agenda, Taylor? You have it in front of you.
1: Uh, Let's go to NC State William & Mary. A surprising, (laughs) for some of us, loss perhaps. (laughs) We need
0: to pause 10 seconds. uh, It is time for for me to gloat for the first time this year.
1: Are they done? Is
0: the Wolfpack done? You can go back and listen to episode one if you don't know what I'm talking about. But um, I clearly stated that I did not trust a team who was led Uh, by uh, Cat Barber and BJ Anya. uh, And I feel very vindicated uh, right now. We, that, that wasn't a walk loss. That wasn't just. Should uh, we pour something on them? Not, or are they done? It wasn't a random loss. You know why? They were getting drubbed the entire game. It was a 15 point yeah. deficit from first five minutes almost to the end of the game. And uh, you're welcome to defend NC State, YouTube, but uh, you know where I stand on this, and I, I feel very vindicated.
1: I still think NC State will be a tournament team. Would, now, you like to wa- you make, would you
0: like to wager something on this? Oh, we, now, now
1: you're going to make me defend there. Can we start wagering? Chances? Can we get Mike on the phone? Can, can you give us <laughs> odds on this? Or can you just you're going to get fantastic odds now on their Tournament chances. Uh, you know, I still think that they are a tournament team. Uh, I don't. William is not a bad team, and yeah, NC State. Oh, rough. They are having some trouble adjusting to the loss of Trevor Lacey, who was kind of their guy. Go Godfrey
0: to get paid. He got a contract. Yeah, yeah.
2: he got a contract the day before yeah. the season opener. He got the contract. Like, I, I, the timing on that, like that is I, I just peculiar, think the, I think.
1: If you watch NC State last year, they kind of, and every year I feel like this, they always, they'll go on runs and then they'll have other teams go on runs against them. And it used to be they always had a guy who could just pull something out of thin air and score. Like Trevor Lacey would just hit an yeah. insanely difficult jumper and stop a run. And they, don't, they didn't really have that. And, I mean, William & Mary still, played a fantastic game. They right. shot incredibly well. They held NC State to really low shooting totals.
0: I don't trust Cab Barber yeah. shooting the ball off the dribble, and he has the ball 90% of the
1: time. He shot. I'm, he he I'm, was 4 for I'm 13. Just it out there. Uh, 4 for 13 from the field for this game,
0: and, just to be clear. Do you have the Cookie Monster stats in front of you? Uh, <laughs> How did he do? Wait, who, I didn't watch the whole game.
1: BJ Anya? <laughs> uh, who else? Um... He played 22 no, minutes. Yeah,
0: you no, know, yes, I'm, uh, I'm talking about Abdul Malik Aboot. Yeah, I love BJ. I love BJ. Of course, I'm talking about him. He
1: only played 22 minutes. He uh, scored only two points on one for one shooting.
0: Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Just, um,
1: I don't know. They kind of shut him out of the game. He had zero great. offensive rebounds, six defensive rebounds, but zero offensive rebounds. That is not good.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not mm. telling me anything I didn't know already.
2: Two blocks, you know. <laughs> great. What was it, an 18 point loss? Yeah, they lost by 17. 17. It, okay. So they they allowed 51 points in the first half to William and Mary. William and Mary is not a bad team. They've been on. They've been knocking on the door. Go Tribe for okay. the past two years. They're okay. still over right. on NCAA tournament appearances. But you know, do you, you want to
0: pick NC State to to make the dance right now?
2: I, no, I, saying, I, no right. I have them, out. Right. I have okay, them good. out. I have them. out right now. They'll, they'll make the tournament. They won today. Right. They beat. They'll you to they'll that? Be
1: in, they'll be in the uh, the playing game
2: they pl- I feel like they've been team. in the playing games like three of the past four yes. years. Or they
1: thrive like in the playing game. They always win a play. Now game. hold
2: up,
0: hold up here. The reason they play themselves in recently is because they've done well in the ACC tournament. Yeah, are yeah. <laughs> can going to have fans this year? Are the fans going to drive to DC? Okay, I was. I was at the tournament. I was in Greensboro last year, right? And for NC State Duke, that place. That place was packed in red. The Coliseum was like a red out almost. And they got annihilated, but I'm just saying. But,
2: but still, like, they had a lot of fans, though.
0: Does that team change if they don't have all their, their the pack at Maybe. the Coliseum? I mean,
2: it seemed to make no difference I don't know. in this
0: the This tournament. Yeah, I was going to so. say, this was a
1: home game and they lost to William & Mary. So. No,
0: I'm, yeah. I'm saying late in the season, when games are meaningful and you're playing against conference opponents, and you're playing in the tournament in D.C., and you don't have a crowd that's 75% red, does that matter? I think it does, and yes. if they get bounced yes. in in the first game of the tournament, they're out. They're not making the day. I think they're not. They're not. They're I, their bubble is I not think their
1: w- biggest problem is that working they're not, out for them. They're not very deep. Also, they're going to struggle against some of the deeper teams in the ACC. But I still
2: say enough. enough They'll make, make the dance. Enough. enough so NC State. I, will, right? I will. I, wanna, I feel I very to... vindicated, and I just want to let you know. So two things about NC State. They won today. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, well, I just. I who are they play? playing?
1: South Alabama, South, Al- South Alabama, South
2: Alaska State, S- South okay. Alabama, right. South, South Alabama's Alabama is a
1: lot better than North Alabama, to be fair.
2: Second thing I was going to say, <laughs> <laughs> uh, against uh, William Mary, Terry Henderson got injured, so oh, adding true. insult to injury, he is out six to eight weeks, I think, which not good. Yeah, that that you know they they already were like pretty thin. So, um, that's not going to help their oh, depth. Okay. We're moving on. Anyway, yes. We're moving
0: on. What's next on your agenda, Taylor?
1: Uh, You know, we only, we're going to talk about just a half game, but um, the Pitt-Gonzaga game.
0: Yeah, this is important. In Okinawa. This is important.
1: Yeah. For a
0: number of reasons.
1: Yeah. Um, they The game was called at halftime uh, due to the humidity and the moisture on the court. There were some uh, safety issues. The coaches got together with the, officials and decided to call the game which i think was the right thing considering if you watch the first half they were slipping all over the place yeah um, there was a couple r- there, yeah there was a couple bad falls yeah
0: reminiscent of the virginia michigan state right. game in exactly. richmond exactly
1: and it's just you know what what has already been said there was no air conditioning in that big hangar yeah, it, was it was like 100% was, humidity right there was 80 degrees they had i don't you know 3,000 marines so you're making numbers, you're yeah.
0: making excuses for. Gonzaga. i'm just i'm just trying to explain you're making the, gonzaga uh, excuses point. aren't you
1: no, I thought Pitt looked good. They looked great. They were. We should say they were up by two at halftime.
0: So here's the here's the deal, guys. I'm going to lay it out for you straight. The Gonzaga frauds or the ACC is even better than we expected.
1: I, I mean, I think Gonzaga's still working out some It's stuff. one
0: game I know, folks. If anybody's out there listening saying you're overreacting, yeah, I'm overreacting, but you can see a, some things. You can see some things. Overreacting even is kind if-
1: of our favorite hobby.
0: Yeah, like yeah. what else do you want me to tell you? Yeah, what else are we going <laughs> to? It doesn't do matter. Well, We can end the podcast yeah. here. <laughs> if the first games don't matter. No, but you can see some things.
1: Uh, well, I I think uh Gonzaga's problem, not their problem, but one of the things are going to work out is that they bit. have really great front court players, and they just have to find out how to play all those guys. But the problem is, you know, Wiltshire, mean, fantastic player, but he can't. He's he's too slow to guard the three, and. You know they want to have Sabonis, and they want to have uh, Karnowski. I love all those guys. Love, I mean, I love Karnowski and Sabonis. So you're
0: saying they need to figure out how to play those guys together. Well, Mark Few but happens, they, but to they might not be
1: able to. Time on his hands
0: because, uh, like, who's next on their schedule? Like Toledo State. <laughs> like, um, when's the next? Mount St. Mary's. Mount St. Mary's. They do play Washington. Oh, oh excuse me. Great. Who beat Northern Texas. Arizona? They
1: play Northern Arizona.
0: Even when they get into conference play, it's you can still
2: experiment in conference play. They do play Arizona in um, uh, early December. Okay. All right, okay. that'll be a, a that's not conference true play, telling though. game. Sure, I
0: said they can experiment all the way up until March if they need to.
2: I mean, I think
1: conference play, as usual, they will not have an issue.
0: Right I'm so that upset conference. that game got canceled. I really am. It was it was exciting yeah. to, I am to watch. So upset it that was, game. You know what? Yeah. No, I just wanted Pitt
2: to Pitt to finish him off. It was a tight game, but yeah. I'm sorry. Pitt was leading by a lot more than two points. Like, not that far from halftime. Now
0: we're going to have to listen to Talking Heads for the next two months talk yeah. about how Gonzaga was, you know, never in a hangar. It was too hot. No.
2: I, I think, don't believe in that team. I don't trust
0: that team. So I'd agree. I'd agree. Kyle Wilcher uh, is not the player
2: of the year. I'm sorry. Yeah. He's not the player of the year. Well, so I think he's, he's very good. He's, uh, he is... He is an incredible, uh, incredibly well, you know. Yeah, you get destroyed good, in the final shooter. four last year. Yeah, did you watch that? I no, I, I missed I miss the final four game actually. <laughs> no, okay, I but understand. so so what I'm saying. Book club. What, yeah, yeah, it was, it's it was great a really, performance. It was a really good book actually. It's <sighs> like I couldn't get away. Uh, so what I was gonna say was, I think that one. Pitt is better than we gave him credit for last yeah. week i was I was really impressed. is the, with is Pitt.
1: It, let me ask you a question about Pitt, and then you'll continue. maybe you're answering this. Is this an example of regression to the mean where last year was kind of an aberration where Pitt for for whatever reason was worse than they would normally be with the level of talent that they had, and are they with many of those same players, you know, three of their main guys back, are they coming back to that level? Is that what's happening? I,
2: I really i I could see that happening. And I hope that's the case. I hope it's Jamie Dixon, re like reestablishing what pit basketball is. All about the defense. They're going back to, you know, the that that you know harsh man to man defense, unyielding. Um, But part of the problem is they're playing Gonzaga. So part of the problem. Gonzaga. And Gonzaga's guards are extremely inexperienced. Right. Like, that's their I, question mark. They don't have guards. Yeah. Right. They don't so, have experience. Okay. Uh, Replace that, Pangos, yeah. 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 I mean, they lost Pangos, who's like maybe the best guard to go through Gonzaga. I I mean I I that's just like, you know, off the top of my head, I don't what even About Dan Dickow. I don't know. I think Pangos is Dan Dickow. We'll calm look down. it. Up. We'll look I held up I anyway, also
0: anyway. last year was in an elite eight game against Duke. I, I'm i right. sorry. They have, I said final four, but I meant like
1: it. Is it the final four? They have not yet broken the streak of just in case anybody's
0: listening and, and is like trying to find mistakes. I'm I'm editing that mistake
1: right. Right now. up there with uh, we, you know, so and so. We're talking about in Gonzaga. better shape than he has. T- is is this the year Gonzaga makes
0: t- the final four? We're talking about Gonzaga. We need to get back on That's top. Right. This is an ACC let's go. basketball degenerate podcast. Good Who is next? What else did you witness last? Let's talk about Friday. some
1: games coming up.
0: Also, oh, we're done reviewing. That's right. We're done reviewing. We're done. You know what? It's in the past. So we're taping this on a Sunday. Tomorrow, Virginia's in action. We'll get to that as we finish the podcast. For all you uh, townies and natives listening, Super Tuesday, on the way, the Showcase Classic. What is it called, guys? Can you give me the official title?
1: The Champions Classic. The
0: Champions Classic. I'm sorry. Is it in Chicago
1: again? It's in Chi-Town.
0: It is. It is. So it's at the United United Center. Center. I think
1: mm-hmm. Kanye West is singing the uh, national anthem.
0: Oh please Pretty sure So disclaimer This can be a little bit deceptive Do you remember two years ago Kansas was playing Duke And it was Wiggins and Jabari And that was supposed well, to be It's the like same a, four
1: teams right? Yeah. It's always those same four teams It's going
0: to be the same four teams yeah. wh- no, hold, no 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 hold on Or at least it's been the same four teams it, for the past it, Yeah it was, but they're not playing the, they're, they're, they're like no, they play matching Right it's different yeah, matchups mix, But it's the
1: same four yeah. teams
0: so because maybe, I remember I, okay. maybe there will
1: be when UK one more year. won the national championship, they played. They lost to Kansas a couple years ago in uh, Madison Square Garden, and Jeff Withey had the game of his life in the Champions Classic. Really? Yeah. Don't fact check me on that, but I'm pretty sure it's right.
0: <laughs> no, I don't think so. I'm good right No way. No, <laughs> I I don't believe you. No, that's wrong. You're wrong about that.
1: Okay. Kentucky's No, we'll, no. We'll update that next week
0: when Kentucky won the title with Davis. Their first loss was at Assembly Hall to Indiana on that last second three by Christian Watford. That's how good my memory is. That's how good my memory is, guys. All right.
1: They lost to Kansas.
0: Okay. Another one. They, <laughs> Let's they did talk about this, this year. They did not lose to Kansas. The champions class 2015. Wrong, right? You're wrong. Okay? 2015. And let the let the podcast listener please fact check this and yeah. okay. 2015. Here's what we have at stake. And my disclaimer what I was about to say was Two years ago, we saw Jabari versus Wiggins, and was supposed to be this like Final Four, potentially uh, a preview early. Those teams both fell flat on their faces in the tournament. Neither of them made the Sweet Sixteen, right? I mean, Duke was bounced by Mercer. Yeah, that Duke year. was
2: gone. Did Kansas make the Sweet Sixteen? Uh, I don't think they did. That was the year they lost to Stanford. Is that right? The Wiggins team. The what Wiggins and I thought we weren't going to live in the past. Well, I remember that game because I'm
1: just I've, saying I've,
0: proceed with caution when you look at these showcases. I've lost money, either. but let's talk about the showcases. We'll start with Duke, the Kentucky. your boys, your guys. Oh yeah, how do we feel about this? I have a lot to say about Duke, but I want you guys. to Go talk ahead, about tell
1: us about you. You have some thoughts about the previous Duke games. I do.
0: Mm-hmm. So Duke is starting Grayson Allen, Matt Jones, Brandon Ingram, Emil Jefferson, and Marshall Plumlee. So I was talking to a, a Duke beat reporter, who's a friend of mine, covers them, and she was a little bit suspect about the front court depth, mm. and questioning, can Brandon Ingram play the four in ACC play? It would s-
1: surely help them out. Now if hold could. up, if that's even a question,
0: if that's even a question, then that means. Marshall Plumley and Emile Jefferson are playing significant minutes together. That is a problem. Am I crazy to say that?
1: No, I mean That's a problem. That's, if those two guys are going to be your absolutely.
0: backbone and you don't want them off the court, you want them in, but the only reason they're off the court is because they need like a, a breather. That's that's a problem. If Brandon Ingram cannot play the four for this team, um they're not getting past this week sixteen.
1: Well, I can't wait to see uh Lebissier go up against Plumley and Jefferson, and I anticipate. Spoiler: I, I'm I'm picking. Do you think he
0: could destroy them? It's uh, yes, possible. I absolutely, think he could. I
1: think he will embarrass. the The way I see it going down is that Plumley, Marshall Plumley, Plumley will do the sorts of things that you always do. You know, be very physical play him straight up, try to make him take bad shots, try to force him into like taking those kind of fadeaway hooks, bad shots. I think I think Lobissier moves well enough he is gonna just destroy Plumlee. I think that uh I'm picking UK to win the game. Um and I mean I really yeah, and- I, I, I was a little bit suspect of uh Scowl just because I had like, you know, the old school Sure. Bias against freshmen. Do they, you know, have they really developed? What do they, you know, do they need experience? But he has looked great, admittedly, through their first two games, you know, not against Duke. But um, I, I, I think he's going to... I'd be very ha-
0: surprised if Kentucky loses. I game. think he's
1: going to have a field day against
0: the would you be surprised?
2: I would be very surprised.
0: Okay, let's get back to Duke because we are focusing on the ACC. Grayson Allen. Good for him. Good for him. He's, Is gonna he be, a, he's gonna be not a, a go-to not a this flash year. in the pan. No, no.
1: I mean, he was dunking on people.
0: Do you trust him being the initiator and the ball handler of that offense?
1: Uh, I mean, I w- I don't think he's
0: because I thought Thornton was gonna start, but he yeah. Thornton played. Let's see, first game, twenty two minutes, five points. Chase Jeter, another one of the uh, the big incoming recruits. Eleven minutes, three points. That worries me yeah. if I'm
1: a Duke fan. Does that worry you if you're a Duke fan? Let me ask you a uh, much more serious so you, question. Okay, How do we feel about the Derek in Derek Thornton with a Y as opposed to an I? Does that mean that he is a better basketball player or worse basketball player? What What are our feelings on that? I feel like if he can back it up, that's that's very intimidating.
2: Um it doesn't do anything for let's me. Actually, it's, the the let's why. I, mean, I to love the misspelling. <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 You know, I'm of the opinion, if you can spell it right, you know, the traditional way. Why, why do you need to like right. can, can, change it up with a with a Y Let's get back or, to this, okay? Yeah.
0: yeah. Derek Thornton in game two for Duke, and this is a game where Duke scored 113 points. Do you want to guess how many points Derek Thornton had? Which is a lot. Just guess to be clear,
1: so that we just guess how many
0: points Derek Thornton had, and Duke scored one hundred and thirteen. He scored four Mm. in twenty-seven minutes, four assists. Nice, great. Uh, Chase Jeter, also coming off the bench, one of these other possible one and duns that the Durham has been has been preaching. Sixteen minutes, seven points. I, I think these are red flags. I'm sorry, guys, if.
1: I mean, not everyone can be Tyus Jones and Justice Winslow. No, no. Out of the gate. I mean, that's rough.
0: What this is showing is that Duke is going to have to rely on Plumlee, Jefferson, Matt Jones, Grayson Allen, Brandon Ingram, and, yeah, Luke Kennard for a couple off the bench. But
2: Well, counterpoint. So, remember Justice Go Winslow ahead. beginning of last season? Because I don't. <laughs> he didn't play well at all at the beginning of last season. It was It was like... The it, he was just completely absent, and he was he was a freshman. You know, he was eighteen. He was he was learning the system, whatever. But he came on strong come to end end of the year, and I think that was a big reason. He was reason. starting. Well, yeah, I mean, but like he was starting.
1: I I yeah. agree. I agree with you. Yes, I think they'll develop and be much better. They certainly have a ton of talent, right? You can win with talent. You can lose mm-hmm. with talent, but you can't win without it. And they have talent. I think they'll still lose to Kentucky tomorrow. I mean, Ingram, I think Ingram I think Ingram Jamal Murray needs, Jamal, to, e- Jamal needs to become a
0: superstar eat up. for this team to make a run, and
1: that's that's how I see it. Yeah. I, I am waiting I'm waiting for uh, some musically inclined UK fan to make a uh remix of the classic Buster Rhymes hit Pass the Cavassier, uh to the tune of Pass to Labisier. <laughs> so Hey, it's, the time is right. Missy Elliott had a new single come out this week, so the time is right for uh, that song. So send that to us. Do you have, like, at Missy, our email.
0: Do you have Missy Elliott alerts?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah bit I thought. little bit of a little bit i a little bit a little
0: bit concerned a little bit of a little bit of games and they've blown out two bad a but if of want to bet on a front court of a Jefferson and Marshall Plumlee leading you to the Final Four, um, I might give my phone number at the end of this podcast, and we can we can talk bets. Okay, guys. <laughs> next on the agenda, do you want to continue previewing uh, Super Tuesday?
1: That's right. Uh, Cham- we'll James go off Hossick, topic. Right? We'll Kansas, go, Michigan State. We'll go the outside game. the
0: conference just because we need to. Because this is a good.
1: We weekend. love good basketball wherever it's played,
0: and we're all down on Kansas.
1: We are.
2: Right. Yeah, yeah.
1: I say, I mean, if you are if you are a wagering human being take Michigan State and the points. That's Dude, I'm say. cashing my 401k are, <laughs> and putting it on what Kansas. I I do not know yet. I wish, I wish uh, I knew. The lines are are strangely um enigmatic. But you're just so assuming far. Kansas is favorite, which oh, makes absolutely. sense because they, will uh, yeah, be. they will should be, be favorite. You'll get yeah. Michigan State and a few points and I would take them. Few points. I know that I mean Kansas oh, they Another team that scored about a million. points.
0: But Michigan State also was horrible at the beginning of the year. We need yes, to remind they always are. They always improve later. But it's yeah. all part of the plan. Right, it's all part of the plan. Don't like this Kansas team. Well, I just really, they scored 109 I just don't points trust it. against Northern it's Colorado. It's a nice fantasy team. If I was playing like fantasy basketball, it makes sense, doesn't it? This is a good. This is a stacked team, talent wise. But I just don't know if it fits together. I mean, I mean, it didn't fit together last year. And there's I, a lot of similar faces coming back. And those guys, they play basketball. Yeah, maybe they'll get better at playing basketball together.
1: I mean, Perry Ellis is a guy who seems like he's been playing basketball for a hundred years. Did he get worse last year? I think he got worse. I'm still trying to figure out. He better out if as a he, sophomore.
0: I feel like he was.
1: Yeah. You know, oh, he was. He's great. My initial reaction is that he's great against teams that he's supposed to be great against, but I mean, he has a tendency to disappear in big games.
2: So I mean, Mike Toby for Kansas Jayhawks, right? Right.
1: Yes. No. Oh. Okay. Listen, listen, listen. I mean, Perry Ellis is smooth. He has some nice moves. I just maybe it's because I can't get away from the association with the uh, J.C. Penny brand clothing line. Um, I'm not sure if he was named for Perry Ellis portfolio or so Perry we're gonna Ellis watch portfolio this was named for him. We're gonna have but, to watch
0: Denzel Valentine out there and renewing the memories of. I mean, yeah. yeah. Tim Valentine Cable is a Arena. scary player. He's, a, he's a bad Arena. matchup for for opposing March. Teams. I don't know what it was, but yeah. it was that was not a good day in our lives. Yeah, I've already forgotten what
2: you know okay. everything about that day. Okay.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. So we've come to the conclusion. Take Michigan State in the points. Are they going to win? Or are they just going to keep it close? Real question. I think
2: Kansas wins. I think What's Kansas mean? wins handily. Honestly, like oh, so, I, you're against that. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not I mean, endorsing your gambling advice right yeah. now. I'm only think, endorsing think, Mike. Yeah, I, I'm still cashing advice. my four oh one K putting it on Kansas.
1: <laughs> I see I see Kansas winning by three points.
0: All right, guys, within the time span of about give ninety seconds, what other games should I watch for later in this week? If I'm a college basketball fan. Not Tuesday. Later on in the week. L-
1: later on in the week, of course. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, um, on
2: so on Wednesday. This is November. Welcome I, I, to November I, I, basketball. I, I, people. Welcome Yo, to gonna, November I'm gonna, basketball. I'm going to steal yeah. your thunder. Wednesday, Wake Forest, Richmond. Right. Yeah, I think this year it must be at Wake Forest because last year it was at Richmond, and I don't know if you guys watched that game. I watched that game last year, and it was a barn burner. Oh, I got it,
0: some news for you. I watched Wake Forest earlier this afternoon.
2: Oh, yeah? Yeah. How was that?
0: Don't think they're the sleeper that a lot of folks expect them to be.
1: This is, this is a a tough game for Wake Forest. I mean, Richmond has some guys who can score. Uh, they're, they're, two of their main guys, TJ Klein and Shondre Jones, are Wake, back. Wake
0: Forest is and, a sieve. Yeah. They're an absolute sieve.
2: Yeah, their defense is definitely suspect. Or it has you're been. You don't yeah. hear another good stat. I mean, I don't Just think Richmond has
1: the most amazing defense in the world. So,
2: how many road games did Wake Forest
0: win last year? Four. They've won one in the last... like Three. Two. Well, they <laughs> did
2: win at Richmond, so... Oh. Conference games. Oh, conference, conference games. games, yeah. yeah. Conference, um, I'm sorry.
0: Should have made that clear. Conference what? games Wake Forest won last year, zero. They've won one in the last three years.
2: Well, so, Bezdelic was like infamous for always losing road Road ACC game. Oh, I guess Danny like,
0: Manning is carrying the
2: mantle. Yeah, well, it's you know you have to keep some things with tradition. <laughs> I guess
0: <laughs> that Wake Forest team might finish
2: eleventh. D- no, I don't okay. Know where, we pe- I, where do we so, peg them? Where well, we so me- them? I was I, I was on the Wake Forest bandwagon last week. Get off it! No, jump. You need no, to get no, off now. No, no. You need to get no, no. off now. I am still sitting firmly in my seat. Even after watching the game, I, so I didn't watch the game. What was it today? Um, I watched the the end of the their game against. Well, I'll be U, the guy UMBC. sitting
0: on the opposite end of the cliff watching you go I, down into the abyss. Right.
2: I
1: want them to be good because I just want another ACC team that has some good history that is not UNC or Duke. I mean, I I'm kind of rooting for them. I had there's some red flags. This is a game to watch for them. So this is a great game. Okay. Watch it. But I mean, yeah. remember Tim Duncan. Remember Chris Paul.
2: Dude, Wake Forest yeah. basketball. They've, they had some. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. I, they've I, had a lot I of great them, players come through well.
1: for the, especially for the success they have missed out on in a few years. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, some other games to watch uh, going into later this week. Um, I think Illinois Providence on Wednesday is another great one, but on Thursday, I think uh, uh, Iowa and Marquette will be a, a great matchup to watch um just a fun game to watch and then I friday i can see that friday you'll see wisconsin um versus georgetown at madison square garden in new york wow two teams battle that of the, uh, the losers letdown. yeah <laughs> but uh my, I, let's talk about that for 30 seconds yeah. i'll
0: start the clock and 3 2 1 starting
2: i was down on wisconsin before the. you were right you were right I, I just want to say like i I don't see it. I don't see it happening. I think Bo Ryan's going to retire after mid season. Mid season, not mid season retirement. I don't he's, think he he's would a, do that. He's
1: already announced his uh, successor, right? Or did they just the the rumors? He come announced
0: out. his retirement, and then he I said, thought, "I'm not sure." Oh, I think okay. he's sure now after I watching think he's, game yeah. one at yeah, it's yeah. At the I, Cole I think it's one hundred percent happening. Losing at the Kohl Center to one hundred percent. Yeah, that was bad.
2: Yeah, that team was like what two hundred and eighth in the nation, mm. if not worse, last year. It was, yeah. Le- and then Western ge- Illinois and then
0: Georgetown.
2: What's what's the Western Illinois mascot? I I had never never heard of them before. I'm gonna take anyway, a wild le- guess and say it's a leather Leathernecks, le- Leather Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I even said leatherbacks, mm-hmm. so I got it wrong.
1: So we got that's an endangered turtle.
2: Western <laughs> Illinois. We'll
0: add that to the list of UT Rio Grande Valley who played Miami and then Saint Francis Brooklyn.
1: Wow. And Xavier, wow. Michigan also play on Friday night, which should be okay. an entertaining game. Okay.
0: Yeah. Let's finish up with Virginia tomorrow. We're taping this up to Sunday, folks. They'll be at George Washington, second half of a home and home. The Who's handled the Colonials last year at John Paul Joe's arena. Went by about seventeen, if I'm not mistaken. Don't have it in front of me, but I believe it was a seventeen point victory. A little bit of an ugly game. But Virginia pulled away in the second half. This year, um, I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about, about GW in case you're not familiar with them. I don't know anything. So, so Keith and Savage, do you remember that not name a, from last year? Not a year? bad team. They're a good team. Do you remember Keith and Savage from last year? Uh, Probably Aubrey the most memorable player. He came off the bench, led them in scoring. Mm. Not the best shooter, but he could get to the rim. He could he could create. Uh, he transferred. There's an exodus. There's about three players who transferred from GW. They got a couple in. So that means it's Kevin Larson. And a bunch of white guys. That's their team this year. Patricio Garino is involved. He's Brazilian, I think, or is he Argentinian? Tyler Kavanaugh, who we remember from Wake. Do you remember him from Wake at all? Yes. He'll be involved. Yeah. He's a colonial now. He transferred. But I'm just. I'm not even seeing. I'm not seeing this game being competitive, guys.
1: They're a. I think they're a. They're a well-coached team. They play disciplined. They stay within their scheme, and
0: like tourna- they were a tournament team two years ago, right? They were and like, last year.
1: like last year, they can make it tough in the first half, and then UVA will pull away, which is kind of how I see the game going this, you know, this year too. Um, but yeah, clearly, I think we all would say UVA will win.
0: Do you think Virginia has developed any kind of mystique after back-to-back seasons of? running riot, because last year when GW probably came to play yeah they knew they were underdogs but let me, let
1: me tell they probably you something didn't about know they Mystique. were massive underdogs uh something that the Cavs have in spades this year is Mystique and uh I think it's it's all coming from the uh the new hairstyles fantastic London prontes the high top fade couldn't love it more it's amazing um all all the guys with the Long on the top, short on the sides. It's 2015. Jealous. Get with it. This is this is style 101. Uh, one of the things I noticed that I just loved watching. We're gonna um, get
0: back to hair when we finish, but yes, go ahead. Okay, I don't want just, just, watch, just watching watching you
1: know. them warm up. Um, you know, they're all kind of like in there taking layups, everything. And I noticed everyone's got your classic basketball shorts down below the knees. And then I see uh, Isaiah Wilkins, who I love, maybe my favorite player to watch on the team has the shorts, you know, about mid-thigh. Well, LeBron's classic, doing that too now. The classic soccer, old school. LeBron's doing it yeah. too. I mean, he's got style. He knows where it's at. He's cutting edge, yeah. and I love it. And I think that uh, it can only bode well for us.
2: Guthrie, any thoughts on GW
0: Virginia tomorrow?
2: Uh, I did not pick up on the uh, the short shorts. It's really all Isaiah about style Wilkins. points <laughs>
1: at, at this juncture um, time. So,
2: I honestly I remember uh, I remember very little from that GW game. I remember it was very competitive in the first half last year. Uh, I remember their guards played well and I think those were the guards that either were, were seniors or they transferred. Um,
0: yes, and they're not involved anymore. Here's Here's GW's chance. It's for their bench shooters. The bench shooters, so Matola and Hart, who'll be coming off the bench, just jack a bunch of threes and connect
1: on some. I mean, is that a chance? UVA is so deep.
0: I don't think it's a.
2: It's a, It's a. It's a slim to none. I mean. Chance. I mean, it's college basketball. Anything could happen. That's true. But I don't know. I mean, thank they, you. They have to get. They have to get. Uh, I guess they, if that's their chance.
1: Thank you, CBS Sports. Yeah. One shining moment. I don't know <laughs> I how do this. Love that
0: I don't know how this team's going to defend.
1: We are the only Either. podcast not sponsored by FanDuel. I just want, to, or DraftKings. I want to put that out there. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. I don't know.
1: Over. What if fi- they do one over day under fifteen point basketball? victory,
2: over under fifteen point victory, over, over knowing nothing, it'll be about. right
1: about that. It'll look in in question early. UVA will win by about twelve to 14, 15 points.
0: No, I I think after a green team insertion, after the walk-ons get in, I think the walk-ons get in tomorrow.
2: Yeah. Well, I think if they get in, we'll be up by more than twenty points. Yeah, absolutely. Easily, Mm. and Mm. yeah, I I think I think it's a easy easy fifteen fifteen plus. Let's talk about Virginia Friday night. Thirty eight point
0: victory. Yeah. Started off slow. Didn't make shots. Everybody started panicking. Who got their hopes really high for the year, and then they said, "I'm a Virginia fan," and then. Yeah, but you guys didn't say that because you're smart.
1: Didn't really know what to make of it just because I felt like we were so much bigger than them. We could kind of just muscle in. I didn't know what to think about it. One of the things I did take away from it is that Darius Thompson... Is starting. ...looks great playing the point, right? For for significant portions of the game, he was the guy playing the point, running the point. And I don't know if that's just Bennett...
0: He's not going to run the point in, in right. I, I, I think He's not going to be the critic. I star. think that's
1: Bennett trying to Headless. get him ex- some experience for when... You know, London is sitting later on in the year. But I thought he looked really great. Um,
0: he filled up the stat sheet. jumping 12 pa- points. Yeah,
1: jumping passing six lanes. Six rebounds. Driving to the basket. Four he hit, assists and hit a couple steals, threes. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah. Zero turnovers. Great. That was encouraging. Devin Hall. I like Devin Hall's role this year. Yeah, and, dude. And he I was, think we know it's just instant offense off the bench. Yeah, and, one of the top
1: scorers there.
2: He was great. And that's Friday. what this
0: team needs. So... We didn't see much from Marielle, who was a big time candidate. I mean yes. they're, they're gonna be Mariel games. Just they'll come. Evan Nolte, What is he one for three so
2: far on, from beyond the arc? Yes. Hey, I mean, is that an improvement from last year?
0: Might I have be. a wager going I, with I, hope so, I have a gosh. wager going with someone that he will shoot above thirty percent this year from three. That's my wager. I think you're safe there.
1: You think yeah. so?
2: What did you shoot last year? Do you do you know off the top uh, of your head? Not great. Yeah.
1: Not as much as you would like him.
2: Any other
0: observations besides the horrible uniforms? I'm not in on the uniforms. Not it's not gonna horrible, take me a while. Strong, but- it's gonna take me a while. I like the I like the road ones. I like the road blues. The home I have problems with the home ones. But that's a that's a topic for another podcast.
1: I love seeing all the like uh, the young guys, the walk ons, and the guys, who, you know, the bench players who don't get many minutes come in and play later in the game. Um, I will say, when Jack Salt went in the game, the ladies love him. Heard a distinctly feminine cheer go up from the crowd. Everybody loved him. Oh, yeah. Um, For sure. A young woman behind me in the stands referred to him as Jack several times in gushing tones. Uh, He's a
0: confident guy.
1: Yeah. I mean, he dunked. He dunked on him right in yeah. the middle of the play. So that was great. And Jared Ruder. Reuter. Reuter. Like the news service. Reuter Reuter. Well, he delivered. Reuter, Reuter. Maybe he's the new mailman because he delivered. He was pretty good. I thought he... Yeah, I was surprised. You know, he yeah. looked pretty good. He's a competent basketball player. It's not a... Against
2: uh, inferior right. competition. He, he's but, not a, yeah.
1: a Mike Petinella redux, which is a good thing.
2: And Ryan, Ryan Pettinella. Ryan yeah. Pettinella, yeah. Pettinella sorry. Pettinella. Love, Love Ryan Petinella. Yeah?
1: But he is, he's better than Ryan Petinella. so I'll give him...
2: You know, do you think... He do almost you almost looked think... like a cousin of Pettinella's, Taylor. Uh-huh. Maybe.
1: Penela is maybe. like two feet wider than him in the shoulders.
2: Do you think Reuter will be playing in Iceland when all said and done? Mm, no, I think he's or, or Iceland and or Europe.
1: Oh yeah, I think he's a European player for sure.
2: I don't know, just thought I would throw that.
1: Barcelona, away. maybe.
2: Man, you are yeah. living in the
0: future. <laughs> well, I was just
2: thinking because I we, can't we even think about what Penella. I'm going to eat tomorrow or what I'm going to wear. <laughs> You're
0: thinking about four years from now. Well, Jared Reuter playing in Iceland. Oh man.
2: Granola Panella. and a plaid shirt. And, that might be the cue, guys.
0: Sammy Siglinski. Might, the,
2: yeah, that's might right. be the cue that, that, that we're just about done for the day. Yeah, It's been good, though. Yeah, some, some good good uh, discussion.
1: What are some of our favorite things that we are so happy to have back from college basketball? I'll start off. I'll tell you mine. Uh,
0: uh, Bill Walton. We haven't talked about Walton. Oh, you We need to get it. there right that's now. Right, you knew oh, what I was saying. I'm sorry.
1: Uh, oh, I, I want to do this every podcast. One of the fantastic things. The Walton Watch. The the Washington-Texas uh, game in China.
2: Highly Walton, entertaining game. Hi,
1: great game. A little sloppy, but fast-paced, fun to watch. Uh, Bill Walton commentating. Stole didn't, the show. Didn't realize how much I missed him. It's incredible. <laughs> the fact that he s- spent 40 minutes a game talking about how evil spirits walk in straight lines, so you have to walk in zigzags, and... Well, hold up. For hit the for temples for the Chinese, you don't step in the on the threshold of the temple to avoid the evil spirits. You walk in Taylor. zigzags. Well, Taylor. Guthrie, tell us how he got to yeah, the Taylor. zigzag thing.
0: Guthrie, tell us the story because I'm sure a lot of listeners were actually doing something Friday night around like you know, the time you're out and about. Yeah. Instead yeah, of like watching prime, this game like oh, the previous. Of of oh, yeah.
1: is that what people do?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Probably
2: uh, Friday night they do things know, instead yeah, of watching, having them.
0: fun. Um, <laughs> Washington Square off with Texas in a showdown I mean, Shanghai. Bill Walton yeah.
1: was nailing down the TPP with Yao Ming talking about basketball as an economic catalyst, and yeah. I, it's
2: but needs to It's tell the, the most story. cogent
1: economic policy I've heard in at least
2: so, 20 or 30 years. So, uh, it, it's at some point in the game when Bill Walton's actually paying attention, and uh, they get on the topic of the Pitt-Gonzaga game, which had been cancelled earlier in the night. And Bill Walton asks the play-by-play guy, whose name I forget, is it? so is it pronounced Gonzaga or Gonzaga? And the play-by-play commentator's like, oh, well, I mean, just think of it like the Zags. They're the Zags, right? So it's Gonzaga. And Bill Walton then talks, he just like jumps right in. He's like, well, I don't know about Zags, but I know that in China, a zigzag is necessary for, for a walkway to prevent evil spirits from following yeah, you that because happened. they only that walk happened. in a straight line. And it, so for most of most of the broadcast Bill Walton was just fixated on everything China and he had nothing but like wonderful Talking things to economic say economic policy. Yeah, it was it, I
1: don't know if you knew this. I mean,
0: I, I, learned, can't I learned a lot. Consumer I can't debt, if they consumer debt this, came up. Yeah,
1: but the, that's right. The savings rate in China is much <laughs> yeah. higher. Thanks, Vol. Yeah. I don't know if you uh, remember this. I don't know if they mentioned it, but uh, it was the first official uh, regular season basketball game of collegiate or professional American basketball in China of any kind.
0: Yeah, so, which I mean, the, I, I, yes, I they probably said about twenty. This time. is the last question of the podcast right now, it's a, it's a good one. Put yourself in Dave Pasca's shoes or Pash,
2: however. You oh say it. yeah. Yeah,
0: wouldn't you just try to be leading Bill Walton down a trail of of like peyote and trying to get him to, to talk about to, to ramble and rant and rave about legalizing marijuana or something I, like that?
2: He probably doesn't need to, honestly. Like he he doesn't even need. I to would, provide I would him be with actively with- no,
0: trying. I mean, Dave, Dave Pasch at this point, he should be he should be resigned to the fact that he's going to be doing these West Coast. Pack 12 games for the rest of his life and he should just embrace it i think like dave, stop trying to climb the ladder and give us what we want like lead bill walton <laughs> down the trail dave Pasch, am i wrong about this it,
1: dave pash is kind of like the sherpa who guided sir edmund hillary up everest yeah sir edmund hillary is going to get you know the the glory the fame the notoriety his wikipedia entry is going to list you know climbing everest but Pash is kind of there guiding him. He's really doing all Do you the think dirty he's in work. on it. Is he's he in guiding on this? Him I don't up know if he's in the on it. Trail. I think he's in and on it. People
2: say agree, he's I'm in like. on it. Norgay. Norgay is the like show. The best example.
1: Oh, see, there you go. Yeah. The yeah, best example pretty. was when that, Bill he talked. He actually has his own Wikipedia. He entry. is the Sacagawea yeah. to Lewis and Clark of Bill Walton. And one so, day he will have his own commemorative gold coin. I don't know if he's a
0: guide, though. He needs to be guiding I
1: think he is guiding him.
0: Mm I don't know about that.
2: I mean, so I you basically have to ride a fine, the tip of the ice of what Bill Walton
0: is capable of on a broadcast.
2: It's true. It's true. And I think we're like, he's kind of like oscillating in a more crazy manner. If last like, year if was that's possible, last year was volcanoes.
0: Have you been in one? This year, we've <laughs> game <laughs> one. We're talking about zigzagging evil spirits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a uh, lot it's, there. It's great. I think anyway. I think
2: he's a you know, he's an entertaining color guy. Uh, I enjoyed that fantastic. segment. This is a good yeah. segment. Guys. Yeah. We should do this more often. The Walton, the Walton, watch. Watch. The Walton watch. Absolutely. Well, edition. I'm going to watch Pac-12 games all we, the time anyway, we will, so. At
1: some point this year, we will have Bill Walton as a guest on the podcast. Count it. I hope. <laughs> we'll ask him about zigzags.
2: <laughs> Fingers fun. crossed. But
1: I will say about zigzags, it is a fantastic basketball metaphor because you don't run in straight lines. you got to change direction. It's all about the change direction, change of speed.
0: We've exactly. gone way too long on the first weekend of college basketball. I think it's time to call the show, guys. But it was fun.
1: It was fantastic. You can find us in the uh, iTunes store. Please subscribe to our podcast. Uh, review us and rate us. And uh, also send us some email. We want to hear from you. Our address is accbballdegens yeah. at gmail.com. That's A-C-C-B-B-A-L-L-D-E-G-E-N-S at gmail.com.
2: Very nice. So, thank you. All
0: right, for Taylor Pilkington and Guthrie Alexander, I'm Luke Neer. Thanks for joining us for the second episode of the ACC Basketball Degenerates. We'll see you next week, folks. Enjoy the games.